All right, guys, welcome to the episode two of the podcast. This is your boy, Molly. I am one of your co-hosts. It's your boy, AB. CD? CD, you ugly, nigga. (laughs) All right, today on the menu, our topic will be Naruto. We are going to jump right in. We're starting with this. Who is your favorite character, Lonnie, and why? Man, you know I'm going to have to go with my boy, Obito, because he's just badass all the way around. This nigga. Bro, yeah. step. Why? Of of all characters, like I why? said before, if I could phase through anything, trust me, you ain't never touching me. What do you mean? I'm just saying, step with it. Obito was defeated not no, once, okay, not but, twice, but not three times. But you're but forgetting four times. The man was not smart. The man was not smart. This man's hurting his own case, <laughs> bro. No, no, I'm not, I'm not saying. I'm not saying. Look, I'm not saying that I I like the character like like that. I'm saying like I just like his abilities. Fuck Obito in general. But I'm just saying his abilities on point. Okay, man I'll, I'll like, leave you. I'll leave like, you alone with that one. Like I'm not. I'm not talking about the man himself. I'm talking about ability wise. If we talking about actual character, character like somebody we we find like to be number one, I'm have to go with Minato, bro. All the way around. But why? I was gonna say. I mean, I'm not mad about the selection of Minato, but why? Why what? Why would you, as the best character, like, what is your reasoning for that? As far as, like, abilities go? He's not the best character as far as abilities go. In the what? first season... Right, look, I don't care what you or anybody else has to say. <laughs> if he had both eyes and the man was as smart as Minato, the dude would be unstoppable. Okay. Yeah. If that's a big if, but that's not how it turned out. There's a big if on like ninety percent of the characters. Name one character. All of them have the stupidest of flaws. Bruh, I'm just laughing because this man said this man lost five times and he was stupid. That's why he's my favorite character. Oh man, y'all just uh, look. I don't think. Hold on, wait a minute. (laughs) Why y'all coming at me right now? Who is your favorite character? Let's talk about that for a second. Who? Me or Aaron? You. Um, I don't know. Mine would be a toss-up. I do like Naruto and I do like Sasuke for their own things because they have their own thing. No, I still think one of my favorite characters is Rock Lee because regardless, anybody fucking with Rock Lee, everybody's cool with him, but you wouldn't dare come to that dude in a hand-to-hand combat. Rock is something else. I'll give you that, but they definitely downplayed the fuck out of him. So, like, like I said, each character has its own flaws. Yeah, and you're right, but I don't like know. the moment it's, he got I feel like it's, it was I feel like it's hard to hate Rock Lee. Like Rock Lee's hilarious, especially when he gets drunk, does the drunken fist. Anytime he's around uh, Sakura, it's hilarious. You can't like you literally cannot hate Rock Lee. I'll give you that, but like I said, downplayed. But in terms of character development, I do like Naruto and Sasuke just because. Naruto is like the the I like the breath of the party the type guy. He brings that the light and airiness. People are happy around him. And then Sasuke is like the complete other side of that. Yeah, but the, the people don't really know why he's the way he is unless you know the backstory of his brother and the backstory of his family. Like you need to know all that information. Yeah, by the way, just give a little bit like a background for like our listeners who don't watch this show like what abilities Minato has, for example, from Lonnie. 
So right. one of his abilities is called what they call the Thunder God. You're asking is, me that, or you you actually know the background? Oh, I, yeah, I was just saying, clarify for both of you guys. For, for, yeah, for people who don't know, we got to explain what Minato's abilities are. I mean, for what? He's draw, a super genius. Draw a list, because I mean, the list goes pretty fucking far. I mean, let, let's be honest here. The guy can teleport. He's the fastest of all of them. He can teleport any any person and or inanimate object wherever he wants, as long as it's marked. He's a super genius, has no, countless yeah. abilities that we don't even know about. He just pulls them out of his pocket. I mean, shall I continue? <laughs> shall you oh, yeah. continue, ugly dog? You leaving? you leaving? No, I said you I wouldn't believe it. Yeah. You won. No, I mean, I was definitely goaded, though. This man... He was Hokage without having a tail beast, having dojutsu, having wood style, being a senju, having any of that. He was just, he was damn near similar to like, you know, Rock Lee. Like he just worked hard, except in his case, he was talented. And he was, he was a lot smarter than Rock Lee too, in terms of, in terms of mental capacity for warfare and fighting, they said Kakashi was on the same level as Minato. He just right. lacked the skill that Minato had. You're just talented. Naruto. Which is kind of why Kakashi, in my opinion, was a better shinobi than Obito ever was. Just because... Oh, my God. I imagine... You guys heard me the other day when I say this. Obito is basically... If Naruto had everything, all of his plot armor, all of his tail beast abilities... It's damn near like if Naruto had like just gotten all of that and just lost. Look, I don't have beef with Obito, but I think if they had given him more of a chance to develop his story, I think people would like him more. Oh, he's definitely got like one of the sickest backstories. I'm not going to take that away from him. But no, he's not. As you're one, Lonnie, you're one for ten, homie. People do yeah. I mean, agree. Look, we'll I rotate into that actually. Look, it doesn't it, like like I said before. It's not the man himself, because I'm saying his abilities. But I will give you th- like what I will tell you this though: no one will ever compare to his arc. Like the the amount of heat he brought to the table, he is the reason why this entire storyline is the way that it is. The heat that he brought with every step of the way is unbeatable. I mean, come on now. But technically, I mean, that's who, not who true because Madara is the one who brought about. Who brought about that arc? And before Madara, it was Black Zetsu who brought about that arc. So technically, yeah, the one responsible the same, for it is Zetsu. But at the same time, the one who had the most involved was Obito. Madara couldn't do anything because yeah. he was already dead and or dying. So he was. I mean, as, as the story continues, Obito legitimately step like started it and finished it. Like he brought it all the way through. Okay. And behind the scenes, without yeah. anybody knowing about it. I'll give you I'll that. Even as a about, kid. Right. I don't know about control, but I do kind of agree with Lonnie. Like, Madara definitely couldn't have, like, enacted his whole plan without Obito, like, as, like, one of his. He need, yeah, he needed somebody to manipulate. Right. Cause, like, and it you know, just so happened to work out to be Obito. Yeah. Obito uh, literally set the whole fourth great Shinobi War in, like, motion. And Madara was able to just kind of take control of, like, advantage of his feelings after, you know, Rin died and everything, which kind of makes Obito the biggest sim once you look at it. And you realize that (laughs) even more when he switches sides at the end, but you can at least say he realized where he went wrong. 
Okay. My man had one of the most OP deaths too. I, I gotta give him to that. He fought until he was completely dusted. <laughs> I, yeah, he went out like a soldier. Oh, for real. I All mean, right. who? What other characters started from the very beginning of the storyline to the very end? That's a good what question. Uh, I mean, besides him and Kakashi, obviously, well, Naruto wasn't even born yet when that was even going on in the first hand. Madara was dead for pretty much all of it until he got brought back. I mean, Obito legitimately was from the start to the very finish of the entire storyline, almost. Just about. Can we talk about how Kabuto pretty much completely shifted the way the war was going to unfold? Oh, man. Yeah. That reanimation, though. Oh, this my God. Man, Fuck out of that. This man literally said, I came to double your war power. And when Obito was about to go in on him and clap him, he was like, no, I got one more for you. And he was like, bruh, how'd you find that? <laughs> yeah. I killed me uh, most is how he was allowed to be in the background. And Itachi didn't do anything about it. Obito didn't do anything about it. Like where where were these where were these heavy hitters when he was doing all this crap in the background? Well, uh, t- technically Itachi did do something about it, but by the time uh by the time he got the power of Orochimaru, Itachi was already dead. So That's what true. he ended up doing when he brought back is that he took the power that he gave to Naruto that was the Rasi- the Sharingan that he buried in him to free no, himself. No, no, no. That wasn't that wasn't for Kabuto, he used that. Yeah. He gave Naruto that ability so he would be able to stop Sasuke. I know, but yeah. I'm saying that's what he used it for to free himself and then he dealt with Kabuto. Well, yeah, I'm saying before Kabuto even got to that point. I'm saying after Orochimaru died and this man disappeared, why was he not sought after? He should have been a prime target. Right. He had oh, all yeah. of Orochimaru's yeah. you know, powers and stuff. Well, I guess he deemed his brother more important. He wanted to deal with Sasuke at that point. Like, at that point, even Obito knew about him but didn't do anything about it. I guess he just saw him as a weak asset. Like, Yeah. I think that was uh, part of the reason, like, because Kabuto didn't really majorly improve on Orochimaru's reanimation jutsu until after Itachi died. And, you know, people just didn't give Kabuto, like, all that shine because it's like he was dangerous, but at the same time, even though you could argue Naruto had plot armor, he clapped Obito, so people kind of almost dismissed him. I mean, that's like Obito, I meant Kabuto. He, they, people just kind of dismissed Kabuto as a threat, so I guess that's part of the reason why he was able to just work behind the scenes, especially since, you know, Sasuke, his main target was Orochimaru, so Kabuto was just kind of able to just sit back and follow his own objective. Well, he got clapped in the end, so that's all that matters. True, yeah. And he was kind of important to the overall plot because, you know, since Orochimaru's work with the reanimation jutsu wasn't as adept as Kabuto's, like, you know it would have been a very short war arc because if you think about how many Shinobi were reanimated, like, the Akatsuki, like that whole side, Kaguya, uh, Madara, they would have gotten clapped like a whole lot faster. Shit, Madara probably wouldn't have even come back if it wasn't for Kabuto. Yeah, that's true. But, well, you also got to look at the fact that a lot of characters that didn't have closure before the characters he brought back from death, like the pe- the characters that didn't have closure with those characters' deaths, I think that was important for part of that too. I mean- I mean, you gotta you gotta imagine though, with that with that type of jutsu as well though, the the entire war could have been over had you know, 
he had been able to unlock the four Hokage in the first place. Sure. Yeah, that's true. So it technically wouldn't have been fair, but I mean, what what can you do? Because I mean, they were on lockdown pretty much, so they couldn't do anything anyway. So he kind of needed a Rochimar regardless. Yeah. 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 That's true. Reanimation is OP, but it was very important plot element. Oh, big facts. Without it, that war wouldn't have made any like any difference. Like no one wouldn't have been able to like do anything against yeah. the entire you know Shinobi force. Right. Closure, like Moyenda said, just characters coming back actually able to have them deal with. Because yeah, we never would have known for one if they didn't tell us that Naruto was the fourth Hokage's son. He was also in Uzumaki, and we got the whole story about him and his mother yeah. and him meeting his mother. Like a lot of characters got closures in this arc. Right. We can talk about that real quick. Uh, so obviously. Naruto wasn't given the last name Namikaze because, you know, the third feared that uh, Minato's enemies would come after him after Minato's death. But I feel like the name Uzumaki wasn't that much safer because wasn't that much safer because weren't they like damn near hunted to extinction? Yes, that's true. The the Uzumaki were hunted because they were believed to have the most cho- the, the strongest chakra. So instead yeah, of people coming together, to, yeah, and they're sealing yeah, right. having influence with them, they decided to destroy them because they thought they would become too powerful. But yeah. I think that was years before Minato meets Kushina. And at this point, she had just moved to the city. And then the other thing I'm confused about is how Naruto does not understand that uh, Nagato and Karin are his family. Right. Well, but, that, yeah, that, that was never explained to him that yeah. all the redheads were part of the same group. And that wouldn't that like further support the point? Like, if that happened before, years before Minato met Kushina, like, wouldn't that just give like even more reason to like not give him the name Uzumaki? Like, I feel like Naruto Damir should have just been given like just one name, like you know, Nagato, Conan, Yahiko, and just you know, yeah, we definitely saw Shinobi like that, like Gara just having one name. Yeah, I get that, but I definitely think he was safer with the last name Uzumaki than Namikaze because he I looks, think, yeah. he actually looks like the fourth Hokage. He doesn't look like an Uzumaki because he doesn't have red hair. I mean, people are just gonna go with like what your name is you're not just going to be like otherwise like people could just hypothesize that gara was an uzumaki because he had red hair they're just going to actually look at you know names and like what those are connected to yeah i I get it yeah can we just take a moment and just like realize that within this entire storyline i don't understand why the akatsuki was so underplayed what do you mean by that like just the mere fact that they were around for a very long time, we barely saw their arc, and that they were just kind of like defeated a little bit too easy. Did did anyone else get that feeling, or was it just no? Just me? I think uh, the purpose of the Akatsuki was to be an underground like organization, so I think they tried to keep them out of the spotlight to keep the kind of mystery on the organization as a whole. And you don't find out that they actually worked for each nation until after the all the Kage start coming together talking about how each one used the Akatsuki in war. And then you also don't find out that Yahiko dies because uh, the the Hidden Rain Kage. Yeah, Hanzo. Just, yeah, Hanzo pretty much peeped game, and he was like, y'all are too powerful. 
if you want to survive, you need to kill off your leader or whatever. But unknowingly, he had, was was giving uh, Nagato one of his strongest powers. I mean, so. I kind of see where Lonnie's coming from. I think he was kind of saying, like, how you had all these S-class criminals like Kapuzu and Hidan, and, like, it just felt a little easy how they were taken down by, like, basically these, like, these were tuning level shinobi, but, of course, obviously they had plot armor on their side, so that's part of the reason why they won. You know, Shikamaru won against Hidan, uh, Naruto uh, beat Kakuzu, you know, Kakashi left, like, it just felt, it did kind of feel, like, a little inappropriate how, like, these, and, you know, principally, like, Kakuzu and Hidan especially, it's, like, their main abilities were, like, they could be killed. Yeah. yeah. And they just come around and just get worked around by, like, you know, yeah they they did do Kaku, they yeah. did do Kakuzu dirty one hit man, from the Ross and Shurigen. they did man, it dirty. I didn't even talk, man. Screw that. Let's talk about the fact Sakura beating Sasori. What? Yeah, Hold up. I'm this going man to had ten thousand, and she what? Right. I feel like uh they kind of had to uh if they didn't introduce Chio, I think they would realize we were just called ultimate bullshit on that because like you know. There's no way, like, especially at that point in time, like, you know, Sakura was just starting to get any battle prowess. So they kind of had to have Chio as, like, you know, a backup. Sasori. But you also have to right. remember, she was trained by an, a Hokage. So to exactly. some degree, yeah. we have to give her some prop. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, she was a big reason why, like, they won, especially because she was Sasori's grandmother, and she basically know, knew the workarounds of puppets in entirety, so. Yeah, and she, obviously, Sa- Sakura learned every ability that Tsunade had in terms of curing poisons, figuring out medicine, what medicines needed for what. She could fight in close combat. She Granted, she didn't get the ceiling jutsu or whatever it was until the war arc was, like, way in swing. Yeah. But she was useful. Oh well. On that note, we might as well go to the most useless character, and I don't think Sakura was the most useless character. Uh, the most, uh, I don't know. Because uh, I, I definitely think, think she was. I think she was needed in terms of character development for Naruto and Sasuke. She's also needed in character development for some of the other, especially Hinata. She was needed for that. But uh, ne- I think Neji was the pushing force. The open, yeah. like that last push for right. Her. Uh, let me think on that. But yeah, I think for most useless character, I damn near have to go with Kiba, just because it just <laughs> damn near seemed like a joke. Like I was thinking, man... I was thinking ten ten, no. Bro, cap. me too. Oh, Wait I a minute. Ten ten, no. <laughs> cap. All right, all right. But let me explain. So Kiba, it's like beginning of the series. We don't know a lot about him. Uh, but it was, like, during the tuning exams, like, by that point, we were damn near tired of, like, Naruto saying, I'm gonna be Hokage, da-da-da-da-da, and, uh, but then this man Kiba just, like, comes out the woodwork saying, yeah, you know, I want to be Hokage, too, and by that point, we're all so used to Naruto saying that we're just like, what? Like, we think Naruto's gonna be Hokage, but like, who the hell is this guy? I think that was and... made to be a joke though, because Shino actually makes a joke and he was like, Nobody actually hears you. He says it, it out loud, right? I just thought it was kind of funny. I can only 
really remember the only dub Kiba had against anyone in the series was versus Sakan versus Ukon. And then even later, like during part two, like I was even more fed up because like during the Infinite Tsukiyomi dream, they shows that Kiba still had hopes that he was going to be Hokage after seeing all the shit Naruto did. I was like, no, bro, like give up the dream. <laughs> this man Kiba really said, if you can't confuse them with logic, then baffle them with bullshit. Like the only way, the only reason I will say Ten Ten is not the use use the most useless character is because she would work on everything. That's yeah. the one he practiced. With I mean, most, I'll still put with yeah. Most. Also put Tenten at the bottom of the totem, but uh, Kiba, he was definitely a principal character I was thinking of. But I Tenten, think, yeah, I think Eno's up there too for useless characters. Like, Eno doesn't do Bro, much, yeah. Like, you know, it's a shame because, like, she had such like her clan had such like an OP ability, but it just felt like it was never really used, like, its full potential. Like, Inoichi, like, uh, that was uh, her father's name, right. Inoichi. Inoichi. Inoichi, right. right. Like, you saw what he could do. Like, I felt like if they could, I guess, demonstrate, like, you know, to a battle prowess, like, he was, like, this man was, like, uh, what was he, the intelligence head of the Hidden Leaf Village? Like, I feel like they just could have done with so much more with, like, that clan's ability. Like, they literally could, like, control other people's bodies. Yeah, for sure. All right. Best fight scene. Uh, best fight scene. Ooh, I mean, we, we already know any fight between Naruto and Sasuke's fire. All right. Well, look, yeah. let's take them out of the equation. I still got to give Lee versus Gar was still OP as hell. Yeah, that was very good. Like, that was just savage, overly savage. But I don't think that was the best fight scene. That I was mean, a good fight scene. I'm not saying the it's the best, but that's definitely up there. I think, I don't know. In, in my top best, it would be Kakashi and Obito, that last fight that yeah. they have. Oh, yeah, that was OP. That was solid. That was a good fight. Madara versus everybody was OP. Absolutely. Madara freaking class. And he was like, <laughs> and then when the uh, Mizukage was talking about how he used to fight him in the past, and he was like, oh, no. When uh, he was talking to Kabuto, and he was like, I heard about how you used to fight, and how you used to dance or whatever, and he was like, so you want to see how I dance? And he was like, all right, I'll entertain you, and just flexes on a whole army. Yeah, that was, man, oh, God. Best fight, though? I mean, Dang, even Guy Sensei versus Madara was OP. Yeah, yeah that was a good uh, fight. Yeah, and he, that yeah. was the best Taijutsu I feel user. like he's up there with, like, you know, Kakashi and Obito, like, how his backstory. It's like, Guy's been, like, working from the straight beginning, too. And literally, all he did was just train. And, like, he was able to, like, give one of the most powerful Shinobi of all time, like, the hands and damn near kill him. Gave him the work, boy. <laughs> and he... <laughs> He, he had, had no special ability. He had full mode too. Yeah. When he had one eye, he yeah. had one one Renegon. He still gave him the work. Boy. And he said he fully deems him the best Taijutsu user, and he almost killed him, but he missed yeah. his heart. And actually, he says, "You almost killed me." My man was yeah. giving the palms. He said, "I almost died, you bastard." That's exactly what he said. Uh, all right, 
Um, what is the saddest death? I think we all agree it's Jiraiya, but it's got to be Jiraiya. It has to be. That man still, was. I still shook. think Neji was sad too, because that was just unexpected. That blew my yeah. mind when I read it. That one didn't hit me hard though. Jiraiya is the one that truly hit me hard. Because I mean, yeah, it, it was his own his own student was like, nah, fam. Yeah. But like the problem with Naruto, and I know it's kind of messed up, but you can you just can almost tell who's about to die. They do too much of the backstory before the ending. Like for their very last ending. Like I think honestly, Itachi's death too, the second time he died and gave yeah. himself away, that was sad too. Right. Yeah, they played so much backstory and it's like, yo, I'm emotional now. Why y'all do this to me? But I was yeah. fine with it that way. Like right. sometimes that right. extra whatever is is just what you need to put you over. Right. Like it was sad, like especially I guess Itachi's first death, but at the same mm-hmm. time it was kind of like poetic. And uh oh yeah, by the way, I don't know if I got to say my favorite character, but it probably has to be Itachi just because like he was so goaded and like literally the only reason why he died was because of like you know plot element illness like uh what was uh Kibimaro like it was so literally sad. Just, yeah that's literally so what sad. stopped him Itachi like, was I, a soldier yeah. he was hard I just thought it was like so funny how it was like Itachi was supposed to be like the second smartest shinobi in history right behind Minato like you have the two smartest people in history. Like, y'all don't think it was, like, con- kind of convenient that, like, both of the two smartest shinobi in history died either to, like, plot character and plot development and or, like, character development. Like, Minato, I really couldn't understand his death. I was like, how does the fastest shinobi in history allow himself to get, like, pierced by, like, the nine tails moving claw or some shit. Like I just thought that was kind of garbage. It was. I mean, that, that wasn't. Was kind of a, that wasn't. Was, I don't know. That wasn't what was supposed to kill him, though. It was the seal that was going to kill him. It, yeah, he, just, was, he took extra damage to try to save his son. Correct. That's right. And that's why he died. But yeah. I don't know. I agree. Itachi was a badass character, and due to plot, he had to die. But that yeah. dude, when you when you understand that the Senju and the Ochiha are the are the strong well. Before the Uzumaki before it was destroyed were the strongest families and you got a guy that has to decide do I want my family to survive or do I want my village to survive and he chose to protect the people of his village instead of his family he killed his family his lovers his relatives he killed everybody except for his brother that's tough dude yeah he made the tough call that's why he's kind of my favorite but Itachi was hard I 100% agree I mean I wish because like like back to what Aaron was saying, as far as like the smartest shinobi, you got to realize that time period had the smartest of all the smartest because you had Itachi, who was you know the shadow Hokage, you had Minato, who was the actual Hokage, and then you had the hero Shisui, who was actually smartest of all three of them because of him actually knowing how the plan was going to unfold. Like the fact that he went to the extent of giving his eye away and killing himself because he knew that he would be a dangerous asset later on in life, like yeah. he knew. He knew that his power would be abused so like like so efficiently that it would ruin everything for the village, for his family, for his friends, everything. He gave his life away to save not only, you know, the Hokage, but uh Itachi and everybody else. You know what I mean? He gave his life away before everybody else. Yeah. Did. I'm kinda mad we didn't get to see Shisui's like 
full potential because I felt he would have been goaded too. Oh man, overly goaded. I mean, someone who could take over anybody without them even knowing. Like that's right. that's wild. That's like Jedi. <laughs> yes. He knew his power would be abused, so he had to kill himself. Like if he were to ever be defeated, imagine the power that they would get from that. Donzo yeah. got lucky taking one of his eyes because he was caught off guard slightly. Right. Yeah. But I mean, it's just like still, had he had not been caught off guard, bro, what? Say yeah. less. <laughs> no matter what we rad. say, Donzo's trash. He was probably the most yeah, hated Donzo's character, yeah. period. Right. That dude like, was such a dick. You kind of like understood like hey. where he was coming from. Like he basically did everything he did because he thought like what he was doing was in the best interest for the Hidden Leaf Village. But you know, he was just at the same time just a despicable character. It's like it's like, uh, but at the same time, it's like, I guess for both of like the village leaders of that period, like, you know, with uh, Donzo and like Hiruzen, like you just kind of like, you always ask yourself, like, why are they doing this? Like each of their like, act, like, for example, like how Hiruzen kind of like promised Minato he would look after Naruto, but just kind of like left him hanging on that one. Yeah, all he did was drop off money to make sure his expenses were paid for, but never put any effort into really trying to raise him. But I think that's why he pushed uh, Iruka on him so much, because they literally had identical lives. And I think he set that up, even though he turned out to be the the father figure at the end of the show who hands him off to Hinata. But I get he kind of set that up. Like, I get it. Yeah, I just feel like here is what are you to say? He wanted to put somebody in Naruto's position who could understand him the best. Yeah, and he thought just, Iruka was the person for that, right? I just felt like Hiruzen dropped the ball so many times. Like he uh, dropped the ball with Naruto. He basically damn near gave Atachi the go ahead with like the Uchiha clan massacre, and like you know, you. It but was, he did ask was, him if that's really what he wanted to do, right? Because he didn't have to do it. Yeah, he just had a whole bunch of like wait. Uh, if I feel like. Hiruzen could have like stopped Orochimaru had he like acted on him a lot sooner and like recognized the evil in his heart and not like prized him as his favorite student, which was another reason why Jiraiya's death was so sad. You know, talk about I'm like talk he, about yeah. another just heartbreaking right. fight. He was he, overlooked, right? He was overlooked by his sensei. His best friend renegated from the village. Uh, Tsunade. The girl, like, he always loved, like, you know, even right before his death, like, didn't really give him, like, a shot, like, Jiraiya's death, which is kind of, like... I think she did, though, because he was, like, make a bet. He's, like, you're terrible at bets. Just make a bet that I won't come back alive. And if I do come back alive, the joke is that he would have married her. And I 100% think she would have let him if he survived. I mean, they were, like, 50 years old. At that point in time, she might as well have let Jiraiya clap the cheeks. Like, come on, man. He's proven (laughs) himself. Like, what more does he have to do for you? Right. He's, like, he was probably the main, the only Sanin who, like, actually remained truly loyal to the Hidden Leaf because Tsunade was the fifth Okage, but they had to go and retrieve, retrieve her after the third's death, and, you know, we all know what happened to Orochimaru, like, he just straight up, he basically did what Sasuke did, just kind of abandoned the village. Pretty much, yeah. So, to round this off overall, when do you guys think anime became so mainstream? 
I was talking about this the other day. I felt like back when like we were like younger, like middle school, high school, anime was kind of still seen as like taboo. Like, you know, it wasn't really cool to watch it. But now it's like you have all these celebrities, like, you know, Michael B. Jordan, uh, Meg Thee Stallion, uh, we could put Lil Uzi in there, just kind of like popularizing anime. And then you just have all these people who probably at one point in time bashed on that are like, you know, full, like, head on support for this. I was like, where was this love? And like, we were young. Like, you guys ever oh, we have. We were called like, nerds, man. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you guys ever have like a shorty, like, say she didn't really mess with anime and then she like backtracked later after she heard like some one of her favorite idols like I was like see I can't even respect you for that because you can either just not like anime and that's cool and you could like it from the start like I did but you can't just say this is some shit and then when someone else says that's cool you want to just act like if you were down from the very start like that just pissed me off. I think a lot think of people it... don't like anime. The people who don't like anime either don't watch it or don't fully understand it. Like, they don't understand the concept that you can have adult content in an animated form. Like, that's that's a foreign thought to them. They don't think they can enjoy it that way until you find them an anime that they can get into. Like if And if I'm getting into anime, Naruto's not the one to jump into because it's so slow. And it takes so long for character development to happen that they would get bored and just stop watching. I mean, it's slow, but the story makes sense compared to a lot of other anime. Like, it's a lot easier to follow than, say, you know, Dragon Ball, where it jumps all over the place. Like, it's like, it's hard to jump into something like that, and then it's already jumping back and forth like that. That's kind of hard to get into. Like, Dragon Ball. I think it got like popular though is because people kept making memes. That's why it got popular. People started doing True. the Naruto run, and then that was it. That was OD. Big facts. Like, that Area Fifty One. Yeah, bullshit. I remember. I yeah. oh my god, bro! I forgot all about that. <laughs> that was so Dude, dumb. Yeah. Why would you do that? Let's go, let's just go Naruto, put ourselves. I was like, what the hell did he just say? That's what I'm talking about. Just <laughs> I was like, let's just go put ourselves. Can't even the say the name. Most heavily guarded thing. In the U.S. military, and hope they don't point no weapons at us. Man, people just don't know what they're doing nowadays. But yes, I do agree. I think celebrities are trying to make it more popular. But I think, yeah, which is like, are... there's nothing wrong with that. I just feel like it's wrong when like people who used to bash on it just try to appropriate it. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. But, right, uh, so hold on. Uh, I'm just gonna say one more thing. But uh, I do kind of agree that you know. Naruto, Dragon Ball Z, they're both goaded in anime, but, uh, you know, uh, even uh, when Dragon Ball Z compared to Naruto, like, you can call Naruto so, but Dragon Ball Z, like, you know, 30 episodes for one fight, it's just ridiculous. But uh, that show was known for too much talking, though. Yeah. I feel like people just need to start off with, like, you know, anime, smaller ones that are, like, not as long, like... Yu Yu Hakusho, I feel, was like, it was a good anime series. It wasn't, like, super long. It was, like, what, 150 episodes or something like that? so. It was two or three yeah. seasons or something like that. It was a really good anime. I, yeah. I loved that one. That's right, a good right. one to jump into off the start. Cowboy yeah. Bebop is another one that's mm-hmm. off the start. Inuyasha, bro. Inuyasha. 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 Oh Inuyasha's kind of long, though. That's, like, four. Yeah, it's but it's so easy. easy. It's about I, the same length as Yu Yu Hakusho. 
that and uh what's what's that other one god really old school god oh uh, my god i'm mad at myself right now do y'all remember big o when they used to fight I in do. like huge mech suits yeah oh i think so oh, yeah. full, no alchemist god the, oh full metal the, alchemist. Yeah, full metal yes. alchemist. oh my god why did like yeah, you gotta watch name? you gotta watch the original and then watch brotherhood because uh in the original it followed along with the anime until they ran out of until they caught up and then they had to make their own episodes brotherhood follows the manga more closely after they finished the series i found that Either out way, after the fact uh, the, the Elric brothers are hard. There's no, yeah. oh, and people need to stop sleeping on One Piece. I realize it's 930 episodes, yeah. but One Piece is so hard. Oh yeah, that's really like it's so good. It's just like really that's the only issue. It's like I couldn't recommend like people just starting like anime getting to that because like One Piece, it's good. It's just lengthy as fuck. It's like. 900 something chapters right almost at a thousand and they're yeah, showing like no yeah. signs of stopping it's 930 episodes yeah. no actually each Oda actually he said this is the last arc that they're doing like this is the end oh, of it real? so yeah. it's 930 episodes deep but we think it's going to be close to a thousand by the time it's done but when yeah. you get like, mm, that's too much though sometimes though like if you if you think about it because like a lot of it's kind of filler though like pretty much ninety yeah. percent of it's filler. I don't it's know. It's only ten percent actual storyline. I love it. No matter how yeah. I look at it, the, right? The I'm not complaining. Just be too hard. The I'm gonna yeah. I'm the gonna beginning the of the, the, end of the game. Yeah, the beginning of the war arc, amazing. Uh, when you get into Shabundi, that arc is amazing. When Luffy's just literally watching his whole squad get clapped and can't do a thing about it, and then they do that seven year time skip. Come back and Luffy's literally dancing on people. That literally, it's so good, but you got to force yourself to get through it. It's so much yeah. good content in there. When he's collecting his group, or we want to talk about sad fights when Luffy fights, uh, oh, what's his name? Long Nose. Arlong? Oolong? Arlong was like not, the, not shark, the fish man guy. Okay, never mind. His actual crewmate. Oh, okay. Um, Jesus, why am I forgetting his name right now? <sighs> I'm drawing a blank, but I think people know who I'm talking about. Yeah, uh, Fooly Cooly, that was like six episodes long, that anime. That's like still a cult classic. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I was thinking Cowboy Bebop. That's like my ultimate Fooly cult Cooly's classic. Like my dark horse for anime. So what else is there? One Piece, well, not One Piece, Cowboy Bebop. Um, Jojo Bazaar, Sao, Sao, um, Bleach. I didn't get into Bleach. I really didn't. I didn't enjoy that as much as the others. Okay. Um, Usopp. That's his name. Usopp. Oh, when Luffy fights Usopp, it's so sad. It makes you want to cry every time. Plus, when Ace dies, that makes you want to cry too. This man got a whole hole put in his chest and Luffy passes out and just can't do anything. Just loses his sanity. Yeah. But, alright guys, I think that is it for the day. You guys made it through the second episode. We appreciate you guys being here hanging out. Make sure you guys follow us on social. Mine is Instagram.com forward slash underscore in Burnett. What is your guys's? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, A underscore Brown 1225. 
Not even gonna lie, don't even know what my tag is. I would have to go back to <laughs> that. Man, get your wide forehead ass the fuck out of here. You have I know you are not talking. Don't even try that shit with me right now. Let's save the roasting for the next one. All right, bro. Run into the back of your neck, nigga. Okay. All right. Well, we're gonna get out of here. Right. This was Hidden Cloud Village Podcast. You finally got to hear our third guy, Lonnie, on this episode. Yep. Ugly. All right, we're going to get out of here. Thank you guys for being here on the HCV. We're out. Peace.